Welcome back, everyone, to the PFN Betting Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Blewis, joined by PFN Fantasy and Betting Analyst, Kyle Soppy. If you guys thought last week was the worst primetime matchup of the season, one week later and you're proven wrong, we have a battle of backup quarterbacks on Thursday Night Football. Easton Stick versus Aiden O'Connell. Kyle, football is football. But this with a primetime matchups get worse every week, and this might be this this one might take the cake. Yeah, I mean it's not good, but we keep losing more and more of these quarterbacks. This game didn't seem that bad a week ago when it's like, oh yeah, I could talk myself into Justin Herbert in a good matchup, maybe he lights him up, and we get to see some exciting fantasy production or good bets. I don't know what I'm gonna do for this same game parlay. I've got to string together three bets in this game, and I'm pulling my hair out because these same game parlays on a lot of these sites they kind of force you to go over. Like you can have yeah. 25 plus yards, 50 plus yards. I am going to be grasping for straws to make that happen this week. Yeah, that's going to be very difficult in this one. Not just because you have two backup quarterbacks, but one of these teams just lost three nothing at home last week. Yeah. So clearly they're struggling on offense yeah. versus you'll get this Chargers team. And even with Justin Herbert, they've gone five and eight this year. One of the worst teams in the NFL. And he's one of the elite quarterbacks. Take away from this Chargers team with Keenan Allen banged up. Austin Eckler looking washed up, not really sure what they have. And you also have a coach that's going to get fired in all likelihood after the season. So they don't have much to play for. They probably quit on their season, yeah. probably quit on their coach. But football is football. There's even more reason to bet on a game when it's a terrible matchup. Let's dive into the odds and the picks. So this look-ahead line was Chargers minus three and a half on the road. Now they're getting three points in Las Vegas. That just goes to show... And not only how valuable the quarterback position is, but Justin Herbert to this Chargers team. He's kind of like the fancy car at the like rundown house meme of like him on the Chargers. <laughs> yeah, it's really yeah. like only thing they got. Even they still got Keenan Allen, they still have Khalil Mack, but overall, it's a pretty bad football team that had a really disappointing season yet again. Going against the Raiders team, like I said, they got shut out at home last week. We pushed our head to head bet on Raiders. <laughs> oh, yeah. On, it's really yeah. Good. On Vikings minus three, I had I like the Raiders plus three. But is there anything that sticks out to you here that you're liking when looking at the odds for your picks? Yeah, you mentioned Khalil Mack, and he had six sacks when these teams first met. But that was a completely different game because they were playing from – they had a lead. Like, they put the Raiders in a spot where they had a drop back off, and we knew what was coming. I don't think that's going to be the case. Call me crazy. I don't think Easton Stick is getting them out to a no. double-digit point lead here. I It feels dirty as – about as dirty as it could get but if I'm picking a side or total I'm laying the points with the Raiders thinking that they they've got the lesser quarterback or they've got a backup quarterback just like the Chargers do but they've at least had a month to figure it out Aiden O'Connell isn't being pressed into this at the last second he's got elite playmakers the same way Stick does he's got a better running game I would say right now given how Josh Jacobs is looks assuming he's healthy and active for this one so I'll lay the three but a push is very very possible I might buy half a point and just get under that number you know what I 100% agree with you on this one um I think this line actually might go down because you look at all the all the all the uh, different sports books of the odds there's more juice on the spread for the Chargers I okay. mean they're at even money right now so I'm going to wait and see if it drops below three, but you could still buy the half point on site ESPN bet where you're buying from plus 100. So it's really not so bad versus like if you're buying half a point, what's at minus 110. But I'm just looking at like, what do these teams have outside the quarterback position? And the Chargers, they have basically nothing. They have a banged up Keenan Allen. 
They have a wash of Austin Eckler, like I said. Their defense, even with Khalil Mack, how well he's playing, is still one of the worst in the NFL. And look at this Raiders team. Since Antonio Pierce has taken over as interim head coach, they're fourth at EPA per play defensively. And yeah, they had a terrible game offensively last week, but they are against a Vikings defense that since they started one and four, top ranked defense in the NFL by EPA. And that was a defensive coordinator, Brian Flores, who gives a lot of fits to these young quarterbacks. You never know if they're blitzing everybody or dropping eight. It's a really tough matchup for these young QBs. And you mentioned Easton Stick. Look, I know virtually nothing about him. I don't even know what college he played at, but I think it was North Dakota State, was it? I think we actually talked about this. It was. Yeah, yeah, I think he actually replaced Wentz at North Dakota State and was the guy before Trey Lance, I think uh-huh. is what I heard. But point being, rookie, inexperienced quarterback, playing on the road on a short week on a really bad team that's going against. I just just like the matchup here for the Raiders here. I mean, I don't love it, but I think that's where you got to go. I don't know the exact stat is too, but it seems profitable to bet teams against the spread coming off a shutout loss. Usually they're not favored. So maybe you take that stat with a grain of salt, but I do like them here just because of the matchup of the defenses and just think they have a little bit more, outside the quarterback position currently comparing to two teams. Yeah, and I think you can play the narrative and the way we're telling this story into a few props here. I'm going Austin Eckler over his rushing attempt total. Don't I'm not messing with the yards. I don't know where these carries are going to go. You mentioned the the EPA on this defense since Pierce took over, and I'm, I'm buying that. This off, or defense has looked a little bit better here, but depending mm-hmm. where you look, Eckler's rushing number either at 12.5 carries or 13.5. I don't mind going – either realistically obviously you get the better odds to go over 13 and a half he's averaging 13.6 this season that's with Herbert and Kellen Moore in an offense that wants to open it up and go that direction I can't imagine that's going to be the case with stick under center so I think that's an option and if you want to go on the other side Jacoby Myers you get three yards of value right now on FanDuel over DraftKings his over under 41 and a half receiving yards that's just a low number for a guy catching 85 percent of his targets over the last four they're playing a Chargers defense that gives up the fifth most yards per pass attempt this season. I'm not saying he's going to light the world on fire, anything like that. If this was Jimmy Garoppolo, I would be hammering this number. Oh, it's yeah. not. We're not We're not there. But 41 and a half, I mean, realistically, that could be two catches against a very porous Chargers secondary. Sign me up for both those. By the way, speaking of Jimmy Garoppolo, did you read that he might return as a starting quarterback depending on this week? I want it this week. I want it this week. If it, I am going to go bananas betting on the Raiders if, if he's back this week. It makes sense for like a betting standpoint to prefer Garoppolo. But if you're the Raiders when you're eliminated from the postseason, like it literally makes no sense. If anything, it's probably Antonio Pierce trying to solidify himself as a legit candidate for the permanent position of permanent head coaching job, thinking like sure. he's a more chance of a inflating his record with Jimmy G versus Aiden O'Connell. But mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things that, Quite frankly, it makes no sense. And you mentioned the over for Eckler's uh, rushing attempts. I'm going the under for his rushing yards just because he's been... Both could hit. Both could hit. Yeah, exactly. Both could easily hit. I mean, he went over this line in four out of nine games with Justin Herbert under center. But you got to factor in that teams definitely weren't loading the box with Justin Herbert, with how good that connection has been with Keenan Allen this season. When you had Easton stick under center to bang up Keenan Allen, like even if he is playing, this is going to be 100% on a short week. They're going to dare the Chargers to run to, to throw the football. And we see how Eckler just really has been efficient this year as a runner. He's getting up there in age and mileage. I think there's going to be a negative game script for them as we're both on the Raiders in this one as short home favorites. I like the under for his rushing yards. But like you said, they could both definitely hit. 
Yeah, oh yeah. And I mean, to build on your point there, Eckler's seen a loaded box in just 23.8% of his carries. That's 14th lowest in the league. He's seeing an average of seven defenders in the box when he has a rushing attempt. To, to further your point here, that's not going to be the case with Stick. I would be surprised. There, there might be snaps where they have every single defender in the box. And they're like, prove it to me that you can get the ball to Keenan Allen in a hurry before we get to you. Yeah, exactly. I do have one futures bet I'm kind of sweating out in this one. I did in the preseason, the Raiders oh, yeah. under six and a half. And that looked dead for a while, and they had that a winning streak, and Antonio Pierce took over. I don't have much margin for error now at uh, five and eight. So if they win this one, they just got to win one more game rest of the season for it to lose. But if you look at their three remaining games, they play at Kansas City next week. I think that they're going to lose that one, but you never know the Chiefs nowadays. Uh, at the Colts, Colts are fighting for a playoff spot, but at the same time, I can easily see the, um, the Raiders upsetting them in that game just because the difference in those two teams isn't as big as the record says. So tiny. Yeah. And then home against the Broncos week 18 Broncos could be fighting for a playoff spot. We don't know, but this bet's come down. Yeah, No, I like your spot. I would, yeah, I would still make you a favorite to win that bet, but it's close. It's very close. It might come down to week 18, I believe, especially if they uh, win on Thursday night football, but to recap the picks, we both like laying the points with the with the team that just got shut out a week ago at home. You like the so o- sharp. You like the um over for rushing attempts for Austin Eckler, over for receiving yards for your boy uh, Jacoby Myers. I like the yeah. under for rushing yards for Austin Eckler. So that's a wrap for our Thursday night football preview. We'll be back on Friday morning previewing the rest of the slate.